Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan here with you today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president here at J-Dog Brands. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast, powered by J-Dog and Vet TV. Our podcast gives veterans, male spouses, active military members, and military family members a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they're affecting their communities post-service, and they share with me a tactical treasure from their past that has helped them in their journey in their military career, business, or life. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Steve Kuhn. Steve Kuhn is a decorated U.S. military combat veteran, having joined the Army in 1986 and being stationed in Germany and deploying for one tour to Iraq. While stationed in Germany, Stephen fell in love with Europe and he has not left since, creating a name for himself as a best-selling author, a multi-country business turnaround leader, political consultant, and an MBA graduate from the prestigious Bradford University School of Business Management in Leeds, United Kingdom. Also known as the master problem solver by his clients, Steve has been highly successful through the use of his self-designed process known as HIT. And he continues to live his life both personally and professionally by these values of honesty, integrity, and transparency. Wow, what an awesome uh, resume there, Steve. (laughs) So glad to have you on. Great to see you again. We met uh, last time, I think, in uh, Military Influencers Conference in D.C. Yeah. I think we had Brussels sprouts with bacon, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you had Brussels sprouts with bacon. I did okay. not. I don't like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so, Steve, can you talk to us about your military career? What led you to join the Army? You know, the c- classic American nightmare. You know, there's a, a specific economic, um, socioeconomic structure that joins the military typically as far as enlisted goes. And I was one of those. You know, we were poor, lived in a mobile home. Um, I was really bad at school. I couldn't even stay in school. Got kicked out quite a few times. And I was pretty much loathing myself and thought that I was trapped. And the only way was, you know, be all you can be, you know. Right. And uh, it was the U.S. Army. And so I decided to join. And and that's exactly what I did. I just left 20 days after high school and I was gone. Wow. Wow, that's great. So is there a particular aspect or moment of your service that stood out as being especially impactful to you? Oh, plenty. Well, you know. I'm sure. (laughs) So, you know, I went to I went to boot camp and I had the the 1980s mullet. This was 1986. So I had like the 1980s, not really a mullet, but like a disco mullet. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I remember. And I showed Yeah. And I showed up at at boot camp on a Friday. It was a holiday. So I had to keep that hair for three days. So you can imagine what happened uh, for those three days in the reception area in boot camp. Um, But when I when I got to boot camp, um, you know, I was. I, I, was, I didn't really believe in myself. I wasn't really the driver that I am today. And we went through the obstacle course after about two months of being there. And I couldn't get over this wall. There was a wall leaning at you like 15 degrees and there was no rope. And it was like two meters high. And I was like, how am I supposed to get over this wall? Everyone's getting over but me. And I'm the tallest guy in the whole platoon, right? Wow. And I couldn't, I couldn't get over. And I was, I can't get over. I can't get over. The drill sergeant took me, threw me down in the, in the dirt, put his boot in the back of my neck and just called me every name in the book. Oh. I got so mad, I jumped up, and with one failed swoop, I, I was right over that wall. Wow. And I landed on the other side. I was like, oh, my God. That was me the whole time. That was it, this. I was stopping myself. And it, it literally changed my life forever that very moment. Right. That right. very, and very I'm, moment. And I'm, sh- and I'm sure, like, there's certain things that will just drive you to do something that you can't necessarily do. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting out of your head, right? 
it's always a matter of getting out of your head. Yeah. We we stand in our way all the time. We we don't even think about what's going on. We think about the thoughts about the thoughts of what's going on. Right. You know, right. it's just we we drive ourselves crazy. The the, the human mind is uh, it's way too powerful for our, us to comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Veterans, military family members, if you're looking for an incredible opportunity, I would encourage you to check out jdogbrands.com. If you're interested in business ownership, if you're missing what was the best thing about your military service, being the camaraderie of fellow veterans, JDog is a place for you. If you go to jdogbrands.com, you can find out everything about JDog, including how to apply for franchise opportunities in either JDog Junk Removal and Hauling or our new division, Carpet Cleaning and Floor Care. And if you're looking to just be employed by JDog, we have over 300 locations, close to 115 franchise owners, 90% veteran owned. You can go to the career page and fill out the form and see where we're hiring all across the country. We connect connect you with your local J-Dog in your territory. So check us out, jdogbrands.com. So um, post-service, you, you have many ventures, one of which being an advisor and a consultant for both businesses and other influential people. Um, could you talk to us more about uh, the work that you are doing? Yes. Well, you know, I, I started out um, after the military. I lived in Berlin. And since then, I've lived in 10 countries. I'm currently in Turkey. Uh, so I, I live between Turkey and Hungary, and I have my business in Germany. So, you know, figure that one out. <laughs> it's been a while. So um, I, I, I guess I started out, you know, with my cocktail bar. So I had three cocktail bars in Berlin uh, and, a, and a nightclub. And I got to know the entire city. And I always knew, I knew right away. If I'm going to treat someone well when they're in my establishment, they're going to remember me, and it's my comfort zone, not theirs. So when the mayor comes in, he's in my comfort zone, not in his. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I picked it up really, really quickly, and I said, I got to, I got to elevate these people. I got to leave them in a better place. When they leave this place, they got to be in a better place than when they came. Right. And so I made that my mission, and it worked well. And I ended up then ended up working for Mick Jagger, Olivia Newton-John, Andrea wow. Bocelli, European Parliament. I was, you know, I I was speaking in front of parliaments. And it was always about people. It was always about that connection, right? With, with someone, how do you, how do you get, how do you win voters, right? How do you make a sale? It's all the same thing. Sure. Right. Sure. And so I had, I had a fantastic, you know, journey along the way. And I ended up turning around over 100 businesses and owning about 20 of my own businesses. Everything from e-commerce we did I, for a client of mine, I did 30 million for them in six months to um, uh, security companies, to an, a construction company, uh, you name it, we did it. And I did it all in Europe as an American with zero knowledge before. Wow. Everything that I did, Mick Jagger, Olivia, all this stuff, music industry, I had no in any of that because I didn't have any industry knowledge and I had absolutely no idea what the heck I was doing. I just knew if I connected to the right people, I could make anything happen. And that's sort of been my mantra. And so as a business advisor, I take powerful people who are ready to pivot. For instance, I had an NFL football player. Got out of the NFL, and he was like, my whole identity is that football player. What can I do now? And so right. we help him find a way, build a new business, wrote a book, and got a course out there uh, in the universities, for instance. Mayor Eric Adams of New York City, his special assistant, who ran his whole campaign, came to me, and we worked with her for three months before the campaign, and then he won the campaign. So like, we help powerful people that are already in a great place, entrepreneurs or business owners, uh, pivot to that, that stronger place. 
to gain the knowledge of what they just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So that's sure. pretty much what it is. I help people scale and grow their business also through acquisitions. So I do right. mergers and acquisitions as well. Right. So, so these um, influential people, do you have some like a fun or interesting story to share? Hundreds. Um, you know, Mick Jagger was probably for me the biggest highlight of my life because I had been listening to the Stones since I was born. Right. My, my mother was a big fan. And I was just talking to my wife about this last night, funny enough. And I remember standing on stage at the first concert in Berlin, uh, looking from behind the stage, looking out into the audience uh-huh. and going like, wow, <laughs> like I'm standing here with, with the stones, you know, like I'm, I'm on stage with the freaking stones, you know? And it just, to this day, I get a really special feeling when I think about that moment. Yeah. Anyway. So Mick, Right. So he gets in the back of the car after the concert. They literally pull the car right up to the back of the stage. He jumps in the car and they take off. And I was in the car and uh, his assistant, Alan, right, undresses him completely naked, dries him off while he's eating a plate of rice and corn. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Really (laughs) random uh, experience that I had there. So I saw, you know, Mick Jagger naked in the backseat eating corn and rice. It was, it was, it was surreal, you know? Wow. That's, and, that's uh, really that personal. That was before iPhones. That was before <laughs> iPhones and cameras. So, yeah, right. you know, I probably could have made a, a pretty penny from that, but oh that was gosh. before that was possible. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, I asked for a story and you certainly gave you me did. one. <laughs> uh, uh, you've also written a book called Unleash Your Humble Alpha. Yes. Somehow, humble alpha. I don't know that those two words go together, but could you tell me more about that and what inspired sure. you to write the book? Sure. Typically, um, an alpha is someone who's outwardly bold, you know, loud or mm-hmm. or courageous or whatever they whatever you want to call it, whatever you associate with alpha. But when I say humble alpha, it's like this: when you're an alpha on the inside and you know your identity, you know your purpose in life, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to be loud. You don't have to be brash and bold because people see it. You don't have to say a word. It's sort of like you're present all the time because you know who you are. You're not trying to be somebody. Mm-hmm. And when you're present, that creates presence. Mm-hmm. And presence is what attracts people to you. So you can receive what everyone's out there to give you. And so this whole book takes you through five core modules. You mentioned one was hit. Honesty, integrity, and transparency. Honesty with yourself while you think, do, and, and say what you do. The transparency is how you step into the world with that honesty and the byproduct. And, and it's your ongoing reputation. And the byproduct is integrity. Integrity makes you authentic. Authenticity allows you to dictate your market value, right? Then we have creating okay. space. That's showing up wholly and fully for the person or the people in front of you with no preconceived notions or cookie cutter solutions and no thought of a specific outcome. You focus on the only thing that you can control and that's your intention, right? And so... That's that's number two. I could go through. Then we have life enterprise, investing in relational capital. Then we have the old QOL, quality of life. That's the very, that's the goal. That's the one equalizer on the planet. It's right. quality of life. Sure. Everyone wants that. And so the book takes you through these five, five sections. And each section is a few stories, the lesson from that story, and the exact action steps that you can take to in- implement an operating system called the Humble Alpha Operating System into your life so you could catapult yourself from a solid foundation. Because most people, if you ask them who they are, they don't know. They don't mm-hmm. know. You, you, most people can't even explain who they are. They just say what they do. Who are you? I'm the CEO. No, that's what you do. Who are you? I'm a father. Nope, that's what you do. Right? So who are you? Once you realize that, it's so powerful. You come up in the first chapter, uh, which is identity. You come up with a two-word moniker that describes your superpower. 
And for instance, mine is powerful connector, right? So I connect people. I make money all over the world uh, doing a solar deal in Turkey right now. Um, it's the biggest deal probably I've ever done with the government and the public sector, um, the, the public private sector uh, and bringing investors, builders, government and private industry together to form one project. And all I do is connect and cash in on that. And mm-hmm. so I only started yeah. doing that when I realized what my identity was, who I was powerful sure. connector. So I don't do anything else besides that. I don't do anything else besides that. I don't do admin. I don't do social media. I have someone that does that for me. I do only what I'm good at and I crush it. And that's, that's the key. That's what you're going to get out of this book. The book will change your life. It's actually become a university degree program at universities across America. Even Harvard and Stanford are reviewing it now to possibly take it into their curriculum. Blows oh, wow. me away because well, all it is is a story of how I went through my life and I put models to each area um, of, of how I improved myself and got better. And so it's not like this you know, highly intellectual book. It's just like, I don't know, it's like 180 pages, mm. uh, but it's very impactful. Wow. That sounds really neat. Um, so where can people find and purchase the book? Amazon or Audible. Audible. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Hello, viewers and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast, where we are currently speaking with Steve Kuhn, who is a decorated U.S. military combat veteran, having joined the Army in 1986 and being stationed in Germany and deploying for one tour to Iraq. He has a new book out called Unleash Your Humble Alpha, The Leader You've Always Wanted to Be, Idols right beneath the surface as a combat veteran and military leader who has been exposed to highly elite training. Stephen Kuhn worked to decode how you can master your life, conquer everything that stands in your way, improve your ability to cope with stress and run towards greatness through vivid storytelling, pointed advice and powerful action steps. Stephen helps you dig deep, drop every excuse and achieve what every leader wants yet very few possess. Massive momentum, power, happiness, and a balanced quality of life. Unleash Your Humble Alpha can be found for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and through the website humblealpha.com. Now back to the podcast. So let's dive into your treasure, uh, what we'd like to share with us today. I'm excited to hear. You know, I, I was thinking about this and I was thinking like, man, there's so many things and there's so many cliches and there's so much out there, but I, I want to I share this. So I had an, I, I just got back from Dubai yesterday. My, my wife and I were in Dubai. I spoke at a, at a, um, a mergers and acquisitions conference. So I was a keynote speaker. We showed up in Dubai and within an hour, my wife says to me, let's move here. <laughs> and I was like, to Dubai? And she said, yeah. And I said, Why? And she said, you don't feel that? The higher frequency, the energy, the success in the air, you don't feel that? And then I sat there and I said, actually, I do feel it. Didn't even notice it. I do feel it. And then I was looking around and I thought, everybody here works. This is a destination location for people who want to be successful. And I was like, man, then it started coming into my, my, my head. Surround yourself with the people at your higher elevation. If you're the smartest one in the room, leave the room, go to a higher room. If you're the sum of the five people you hang around with, everyone knows those things. But who does anything about it? And so I want to ask the viewer, what I experienced in Dubai with my wife um, saying that she wanted to move there because she felt the energy of success in the air. Um, 
makes me want to ask, what's your Dubai? Right? Where's your Dubai? Where can you go to elevate your frequency, to surround yourself with people at a higher level than you are, frequency, knowledge, whatever it is you want to do, and to increase your vibration, as they would call it? Where's your Dubai? Because too often we say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get one guy, a mentor is going to help me. That's not going to change who you are. That'll help you be strategic and maybe tact tactfully different or better, but it's not going to change what you're looking to change as far as an elevation goes. So what's your Dubai? Where can you go to be completely surrounded with and feel that energy of success? For me, um, we look for those things too seldom. We're always looking for that thing in front of us. We have our head to the grindstone. What do you see when you look at the grindstone? The grindstone. You don't see luck, coincidence, right. new connections, doors opening. You don't see any of that stuff when you're hustling and grinding. Hustling and grinding is just two words that someone made up so you could feel better about working way too much. Right? Take the time to focus on what it is that's going to make you better. It's not work. It's not, you know, learning a, a shit ton of stuff like I did with uh, with the MBA. What a waste of money that was. Um, it was prestigious, but it didn't mean anything to me. Right. You know, take the time to absorb your surroundings and where, where, where do I want to live? Where do I want to be? Who do I want to be around? Right. That should dictate what we do. Not, I need a job that pays good money. Let me move to, you know, Bowieville, Kentucky or whatever, wherever it is. Right. Even though you don't want to live there, you don't know anything about that, but because it's paying money, let's go there. And the universe will always slap you in the face. Right. The universe will always slap you in the face when you make, make the wrong decision. <laughs> All of us have had it. I've had it plenty of times. Sure. You know, I've, I've literally been broke, you know, twice already. I completely lost everything twice. Yeah. Homeless in 2008. Suicide attempt in 2008. Lived in a monastery in the mountains of Austria wow. for eight months after attempting suicide. And so I know what it means to have a higher vibration. When I went into that monastery, it just changed everything for me. I surrounded myself with monks who had a belief, a very calm a demeanor about themselves, and it, it taught me to look inward instead of always looking outward for that fulfillment and, let's say, excitement, if you will. Right. So my wow. my treasure is we can dictate our surroundings simply by deciding what we want. And if you ask people what they want, I want money, I want success, I want this, but what do you want really? I want to live in a place where I can create as much value as possible and I can help elevate others to a higher frequency so that they pull me with them. Right. That's great, great advice. Um, so would that be your advice for fellow veterans who may be struggling with their transition and recognizing? Well, you know, the transition veterans is a whole different thing because you're, you know, I probably, I probably, that's probably a year or two after you get out, right? So what I'm talking about, what, yeah. what I, I always say is find something solid right away so you don't lose what it is you had. And the main thing that you had when you're in the military is a structure, procedures, clarity. A everything was mapped out for you. You're going to lose all that when you get out of the military, and it's going to make you a little little nutty. Sure. You know, suddenly you're going to have to, you know, pay your your utility bill. You're like, oh, how the heck do you do that? If you were an enlisted, for instance, right? How do you do that? I've never done that. I went right out of high school. When I got out of the military, I was 27 years old. And I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. I was like a 27 year old, 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, it was like, I didn't know any of the stuff that I was supposed to know as an adult because the military takes care of everything for it. It's basically socialism, right? <laughs> you know, the structure, right? So it's like, they tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much you're going to get paid, when you're going to get paid, where you sleep, when you sleep. It's, they tell you everything. It's yeah. fantastic because then we can focus on the mission. Right. Right. 
Yeah. Super fantastic. But you're going to lose all that when you get out. So create routines and habits and get something that's going to keep you on that, on that rhythm. Otherwise, you're going to have a hard time transitioning and, and, uh, focusing on what it is that you really actually need to do. It, it's massive. It's the same thing with drug addicts or uh, recovering alcoholics or anyone who has any kind of addiction. You have to have a structure and a routine and procedures in place so you don't have those down times where you're thinking like, I'm going crazy. This is not What am I doing here? Why am I doing it? And all this kind of things. Right. So sure. get that structure in place. Find it. If, even if it's a part-time job, find something to do that you like to do. Don't worry about the money right away if you don't have to. Just get something that's going to fulfill you. And remember, this planet is ran by people still to this day. AI, someone's got to program that stuff, right? I know they grow by themselves. Right. And so if you tap into the people in your surroundings, I don't care if you're mopping a floor and there's someone beside you, talk to them, leave them in a better place, elevate them, make them feel fantastic about that the they even met you and your life will change. I was a bartender. One of the guests who kept coming into me made me the CEO of their company. I ran a company. Uh, it took two years to get there, but I ran the company. It was a, 87 locations, nine countries. It was listed on the British stock market, 3,500 employees because I was a good bartender. Think about that. Right. Think about that. Add value, solve problems. That's our mission in life. Leave people in a better place. I love it. That's an awesome mantra. I love it. Um, so can you tell us where people can find and connect with you, where they can find your book and right. sure. see so, everything you're um, doing? You know, like I said, Amazon and Audible, you can find the book. Other than that, you know, or drop me an email, Stephen Eugene Kuhn. At, and I just put it this way, Stephen at humblealpha.com. Uh, you can just send me a, an email. Look at me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. LinkedIn is best, the best place to find me, Stephen Eugene Kuhn. Reach out if you have a problem, you need to turn turn around your business or you need some help starting a business. Let me know. I'll be glad to uh, speak to you. That's great. That's awesome. Um, it's been awesome speaking with you and hearing everything you had to share with us today. It's been great. Thank you. For Thank you, Tracy. On. And, you know, say hi to your husband. It's been a while. I yeah. will. So <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, great seeing you, Steve. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. It's really awesome. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you, too. Thank you. Take care. Dog. Go J-Dog. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, viewers and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast. We have just been conversing with Steve Kuhn, who is a decorated U.S. military combat veteran, having joined the Army in 1986 and being stationed in Germany and deploying for one tour to Iraq. He is also the author of Unleash Your Humble Alpha, the leader you've always wanted to be, idols right beneath the surface. As a combat veteran and military leader who has been exposed to highly elite training, Stephen Kuhn worked to decode how you can master your life, conquer everything that stands in your way, improve your ability to cope with stress, and run towards greatness. Through vivid storytelling, pointed advice, and powerful action steps, Stephen helps you dig deep, drop every excuse, and achieve what every leader wants, yet very few possess. Massive momentum, power, happiness, and a balanced quality of life. Unleash Your Humble Alpha can be found for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and through the website, humblealpha.com. 
Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast. You can find us on all your favorite streaming platforms, Vet TV, and now we are airing on Reese Across America Radio on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also find Reese Across America Radio on the iHeartRadio app, the Odyssey app, and the TuneIn app. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.